And welcome to episode 28 of Control Alt Deplete. Bye, wake up! <laughs> Are we <Yeah>. still dreaming? <laughs> I don't like this. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> Let's see. What, uh... What could we possibly be dreaming about? Is it is your dream maybe a little emeraldy? It's it's got a green tints to it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, a little greenish. A little green, some plants, a couple yeah. trees. So uh yep. if you don't know, uh one, this is Control Deplete. I am your host, Buck Pline. On the right side of the screen is our other host, Mr. Bioshock. And uh we have big news today, a lot to go over because we have the first details of patch 10.2 where we're going to you guessed it the emerald dream finally getting the emerald dream everyone's been wanting an yep. expansion of the emerald dream for you know as long as i can remember literally since <laughs> like cataclysm i feel like people have been wanting the emerald dream so now we're getting it as a new zone so yay but before we jump into that how you doing tonight Good, good. It's been a good night. Football started. I think we're both excited about that. Yes, yes. Just watched a really nice, fun game. Good yes, to see. Yeah. Good to see. So it's always football season's always a good time. Oh yeah, yeah. It's the best time. <laughs> then uh, let's see here. So let's jump into some news. Let me pull my notes up here. So for this week, uh, let's jump into the affixes this week real quick. It is fortified, right. incorporeal, and sanguine. So, not the best week. Um, sanguine, um, of course, sucks, but, uh, you know. So, so I did a couple frills with Lynch, 16, 17s. They actually went by pretty smooth, for the most part. Yeah. Um, but I think the thing that really helped us, which is just RNGs, is the fact that some of the incorporeals didn't spawn on the timeout, you know? Gotcha. Like you see, they either, they either don't spawn, they spawn one, or spawn two. I think we had the first boss, we hit the corporal like once in the first boss, and then the rest of it was never up, which is really now, handy. One thing I noticed about your guys' freeholds is that uh, your sanguine, uh, I don't know if it was just your tank or what, but uh, you guys did not get your ads out of sanguine very fast, because I was looking at the healing from sanguine. I think the first dungeon you guys did had like 40 million or, or 40,000 HPS was what Sanguine did. Second dungeon was like 35,000 HPS. And then I was looking at the keys that you and I ran last night and the Sanguine healing was like 20k, 25k. Like it was a massive difference. Yeah. A lot less know, healing. I used, it is a tank issue. Yeah. I, uh, I only have so much of my evoker to help out with. Right. I have one ability to knock down a sanguine. It's not a minute and a half because I wasn't talented to do it. Yeah. yeah and it doesn't take uh, much to add that up because that, like, so your guys' healing, I think, was about 50 million total healing was what sanguine did. But yeah. if you think about the fact that each mob has about three, in, like, regular trash mobs have about three and a half million health. So if, yep. you know, they, it, it, the sanguine healing scales with the HP of the mobs. So it does like a percentage of their health, not an actual number. So, you know, the higher health the mob has, the more healing it does. And when they have three and a half million health, it doesn't take much for them to get a lot of healing out of that. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, no, this week is Sanguine, which is awful. 
hopefully maybe we get rid of Sanguine next season. We'll see. They haven't said anything, yeah. but that's my hope. No. But uh, the other big news, of course, is that uh, as of Tuesday, so a couple days ago, 9.1.7 is out. We are in the yep. new patch. I don't remember what they called this patch, but, uh, you know, we're in a new patch. What is it called? It's the Fury Incarnate? Yes, yeah, Fury Incarnate. Nope, that's oh, okay. right, that's right. Fury Incarnate. Um, so, yeah, we'll go into that a little bit here. Uh, yeah, the, for sure. The big new thing, I mean, there's not a ton going on with this patch. There's there's some, you know, heritage armor and Much, stuff. Yeah. But uh, the big yeah. thing is dream surges. So uh, the way that these work is every week, one of the zones, one of the four zones in the Dragon Isles will have the dream surge going on. It'll last all week. Um, so in that zone, you get 25% increased XP for leveling, which is going to play a factor tomorrow night in my speedrun. Yes. Yeah, um, we'll cover that at the end again. Yeah. Yep. yep. Then uh, you also, there are quest lines, some quests you can get and stuff. Do some stuff there. There's uh, catch, catch up gear. Yeah, yeah. That's the um, one I was say. Catch yeah, up gear. Catch came up out. gear. You can get up to 437. 437, yes, champion gear. Nice. That's so, pretty good, actually. Better than I thought. I don't know that you get it at 437, but because it's, it's champion upgraded. gear, you can upgrade it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be mounts and other stuff you can get as well. Um, yeah. Every 30 minutes, there's going to be an event somewhere in the in the Dream Surge zone uh, that'll have different objectives. Uh, once you complete the objectives... Fight a lieutenant, and that'll give you some charred elemental remains when you kill them. Uh, you can use those to get, I believe it's zone-wide buffs. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it looks like you get to vote, so you can choose which one, which one you want to get. Whichever one receives the most votes, that is what the buff will be. Um, during a dream storage, there are little portals. I already found one. When I was playing earlier, doing some profession stuff. There's little portals that are across the zone. Uh, you can do those solo, on your own, with other people, whatever. And pick up some Dream Surge Coalescence. Which I believe that is the waking... Or uh, aiding the Accord quest this week. And one of the requirements is to get 100 uh, Dream, Dream Surge Coalescence, I believe. Yeah. Um... Or maybe that's just uh, it's a weekly dream search quest. So maybe that's all it is. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so the week there's a weekly quest called Shaping the Dream Search that is requires you to get a hundred dream search coalescence. Uh, when you complete that, you get a dream search chrysalis, which can be used to purchase four fifteen champion rank one gear. So, uh, that so is that's, that's one way. That's, you your... can, that's one way you can yeah. get some gear. I think. I yeah. think there's a chance for gear to drop as well from like lieutenants, possibly. I'm not 100% sure. Um, but yeah. Uh, oh, a 402 item token. So that's what can be upgraded to. That's probably the uh, veteran gear that can be upgraded to 424 um, yeah. when you defeat the, the, the lieutenant. Uh, also, lieutenants dropped 25 Dream Surge Coalescence, so, you know, take out four of those, you got your weekly quest done. Um, did we... 
did we cover the cinematic last week? Yes, we did. Yes. Okay, so to say, cause like, yep. There's some kind of like, uh, not really spoilers, but they're talking about like things like the new uh, tree that had marriage soul. Yep. The James Hurd is just pretty cool. I'm oh, sorry, I didn't interrupt you though. Continue on. Let's talk about it a little bit. Um, so one thing that I've noticed already while I was doing the profession stuff today is um, there are empowered rare elites. So some of the rares that we normally have had out there that nobody's killing anyway, uh, during the Dream Surge, they get empowered. So they have more health, new abilities become harder to kill. So kind of a group content thing people can do. Yeah. Um, so those also drop 25 Dream Surge Coalesce. It's basically the same as killing a lieutenant. You get the 402 mm -hmm. item token, um, Welpling Shadow Flame Crest, 25 Dream Surge Coalescence, along with their usual items. Um, so there's one of the mounts you can get is the renewed Magma Mammoth. <laughs> Mag Mammoth. Uh, so that is combining 20 charred elemental remains, which uh, I believe is what drops from some of the stuff. So you have a chance to get that, I'm assuming. Maybe you just automatically get it. I don't know. I'm not sure. It looks like you automatically get it if you collect if you combine 20 of them. So worthwhile to go and get your 20 chart elements or mains, kill the lieutenants, kill the empowered yeah. rares, uh, do your weekly quest, and you can get a new mount, which it looks decent. I mean, it's a mammoth. Fire mammoth looks like the mammoths that we've seen in Waking Shores. Oh, that's the first boss from Notharis. Kind of. Um, like the Magma Mammoth or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Ferris. I was, I was thinking of a raid for some reason. Yeah, no, you're uh, right. It does look it does look a little bit like the one from Notharis. Yeah, it's cool looking. I like it. Yep. Uh, there's some transmog gear you can get. Uh, so looks the okay. transmog gear, the transmog gear is the exact same as the one from Zerlac the... Cavern, just a different color. Gotcha. So like, so it's not a new appearance; it's just a recolor, but already one's already out. Yeah. Like, it technically is a new appearance, but like, it's not like unique. Yep. But uh, yeah, no, there's some, so again, you know, good time to level alts uh, for sure with a 25% XP buff, you know, do as many quests as you can in that area. So that's nice. Um, and then get some catch up gear. Yep. Um, that being said, 10.2 PTR is up now. Yes, it is. And there's lots of tests for uh, like some of, the, some of the features they're bringing in. From that video, if you, also if you haven't seen that video with the uh, what's the name of that video with the two Blizzard workers, um, it is the uh, um, Devcast. The Devcast, like 14, 15 minutes long. Go watch it. It's packed with information and stuff you can kind of learn more about. Yes. Um, they have a lot of things they want people to test, and that one of the main ones for the video that I picked out was the uh, the flying mounts during the boss fight yes yeah we'll cover that, that a little sounds, bit here later yeah yeah after like, oh, we'll get to the bosses yeah it looks really cool and they want to feedback but yeah we'll, we'll get to that here in a little bit um but that being said we're not getting into this podcast either but tons and tons of uh work has been put into a lot of classes right now yes there's a this, ton change. of tuning um like you so, said yeah, like, we're not going to cover that tonight but next podcast yeah. We're going to dive into that tuning, uh, kind of do a deep dive on it and see what's what. Yeah. 
and uh, go there's through a, some of the changes, the initial changes at least. It's going to change a lot yeah. between now and the actual patch, yep. but definitely want to cover updated. it. Absolutely, yep. So, yep. Uh, with the uh, PTR being up, I don't, is the PTR actually up or do they just have a build? I'm not sure. I thought it was up. I thought, I thought it might, it might be. Okay, yeah, it might be. I was I wasn't hundred percent sure if it was up yet or if they just had to build notes out. I thought um, I, I didn't actually watch. He says his third title was ten point two PTRs out. That's what his title was. Gotcha, it probably is out. Um so anyway first yeah. big thing uh that we've been wondering about and waiting for is the dungeon rotation. So yes. uh, you wanna take us through the list of the dungeons that we've got? Sure. Season so three. Season 3, this is going to be kind of a flashback to Shadowlands, where all the dungeons are no longer mythics that you did leveling up or been doing for the last two seasons. Yeah, they're none of the uh, current, they're none of the actual Dragonfly the, dungeons. Yeah, Other none than of the, the Dragonfly dungeons, except for the infinite, and that's split into two, it was eight bosses, but the two is four each. But yeah, so we're starting with two Legion ones, Dark Earth Thicket, Black or Cold, what are your thoughts? Uh, those two, I'm not. A, I, I don't have any problem with those. I like both of those. Blackrock Hold. I remember Blackrock Hold. There's a gauntlet part that people, that pugs tend to struggle with it specifically. So that'll be interesting right. to see. But Dark Arc Thicket is a pretty good dungeon. I like that one. Um, so yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy with both those. Yes, the only thing I'm kind of worried about for like, uh, for like. Uh... Waycrest Manor, another one where it's coming, is Sanguine, if it's in the game. Uh, it's yes. like the, the manor's got like hallways and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. So yeah, two Battle of Azeroth dungeons, Waycrest Manor, which is, it's, I think it looks really cool. The look of it is really cool. Yeah, Waycrest Manor is a cool looking dungeon. I was, I'm not, I'm I'm not, not, not I was never a huge fan of it. It's all right. Uh, no, yeah, and then. We have a tall Tzar. I actually really like that stuff. Yes, I'm happy with the Tzar. Yeah, and then we have the last two. One from Warlords, one from Cataclysm. So the Warlords is Everbloom, and that one's kind of like an Emerald Dream kind of. Yeah, that's why they. Yeah, that's why they brought it in. Yeah, so it's. I mean, it looks cool, but as far as like it's an awful actual dungeon. Plane, it's, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's an awful dungeon. Like, yeah, but I, I like the look of it. But yeah, I, it's I, not so... to make you like. My honest opinion on Everbloom is I don't think it'll be that bad from a Mythic Plus perspective. I think it'll be one of the Most easy um, ones. easier dungeons to do. I just yeah. hate that dungeon. I, I don't like it. <laughs> I, I, I think this last one, Throne of Ties from Cataclysm, I think that's going to be easy. Cause, uh, yeah, it's always been uh, an easy dungeon. It's just it's long, there's, and there's a lot yeah. of run back with, with downtime. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not a fan of them bringing that one back. Yeah, it's. I I'm not, I don't like it either, to be honest. But I think it's going to be easy on most. Yeah, I think weeks. most of those. Not every week, most weeks. Uh, so far, most of the dungeons they brought back from the Wad or Cata era have been very easy. They've been a bit undertuned and pretty easy. They're just not good yeah. dungeons. Um, right. That's the only issue. Uh, now, Vortex so, Pinnacle, I think, was a good dungeon. I think it's just a little bit boring, um, but I like it. Uh, but yeah, so, Everbloom, uh, I've always hated, even in Time Walking and stuff. I've always hated Everbloom. Yeah, Throne of the Tides the same way. I hated Throne of Tides even back during Cataclysm. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not so, happy uh, with those two. Um, I know we're not talking about classes, really, but I'm going to bring up one thing. 
activity that has to do with the mythics is um, so there's two things. So one we already talked about. There's a talent for Shroud for Rogue to make it a three minute cooldown, mm-hmm. which is cool. But the other one I wanted to talk about was that you know how it makes that circle and you have to stay within it. Yes. If if they tip their if they tip their toes in it, they can come out. They'll stay in stealth now. Oh, yeah, that will help. So, That'll help. Yeah. Uh, cover up some errors. Yeah. So like if. Yeah, it's the way that word is. Like, if you were in it and you come out of it, you're staying visibility, like stealth for the duration. Interesting. Yeah. So I, I would have to. I, uh, that could that be. Time, yeah, that but... could be good. That could be strong. Yeah. I think yeah. they really did try to buff the rogue shroud because they want rogues back in there and not everyone using the uh, mind sooth to get past everything. Yeah. But, uh, Anyways, yeah, then the last two is Dawn of the Infinite, Galakrond's Fall, and Dawn of the Infinite's Murazon's Rise. Yep, and we'll uh, see how they break that down. I, I don't, it's hard for me to tell since, um, well, actually, they might, do they have a list? No, they don't. Um, I don't know how they'll break that dungeon down. Right. Uh, since there's eight bosses, are they going to do four and four, or they do like they did with, um, the, uh, um, what's it called? Well, I don't the, talk, the I don't bizarre... talk about. Yeah, will they do five and three or three and five? Like, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but uh, I definitely think we'll need to jump in there and just get some practice in that ahead of time. Get some yeah. footage in there so we can make up, you know, strategies for that dungeon. Yeah. But uh, one oh, more thing. Yes. Quality of life change. There's now a feature in the options to block calendar invites that are not from friends or guild members. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> I've, never, I've not had an issue with that. You guys, I know you guys have had that happen a lot. Maybe it's just because I don't ever look at my calendar. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just, I, I saw it. And I was like, yeah, no, it's. I mean, definitely, it's, it's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. For sure, a good but, uh, thing. Yeah. Yeah, um, then also, uh, we do have the initial timers for all of those dungeons. Now oh, these are possibly going to change. More well, not possibly. Ooh. These will change, I'm sure, uh, during tuning and stuff. So forty minutes. Yes. Ooh. So we have a lot longer dungeon timers. I don't know whether or not the dungeons are actually going to take that long or not. But uh, so yes, for the both of the Dawn of the Infinite dungeons, we have a thirty-nine minute timer. Waycrest Man is a thirty-nine minute timer. Black Rook holds a thirty-nine minute timer. Uh, then we have Everbloom's a 35-minute timer, and then Ataldazar, uh, Darkhark Thicket, and Throne of the Tides are all three. Both of those are 30 minutes. So, uh, we'll see. Um, I don't know if... Uh, I don't know if these timers are just very lenient, because, like, Waycrest Manor, I know it's a 39-minute timer. I don't feel like it took us... 30 minutes to complete that dungeon but maybe black or cold i definitely don't remember being that long of a dungeon to complete so 39 minutes seems high on black or cold in my opinion i could be wrong on that though how many bosses are black rock just four i believe and i know there's a little bit of rp at the end of it so i'm i'm guessing they'll probably shorten up the rp Uh, yeah now atoll desar is a 30 minute timer which i think is correct but uh atoll desar is a 15 to 20 minute dungeon in all reality (laughs) like it's it's a very short dungeon 
I think the only thing that's going to be troublesome on Atoll Zar is four to five weeks when you're trying to get to that first boss on the right when you in. And they have those huge packs. With like yeah. the, uh, I mean, I don't know if it'll be hard or not. I just remember it being like probably the more, one of the harder pulls so, in the dungeon. One of the things I think will be interesting with Atoll Zar is will we see a return of DKs for at least Atoll Zar? Because DKs right. were always able to control some of the mobs in there, and it was hugely right. helpful. Um, yeah, so I think you might see DKs shine on that dungeon at least. Um, I, and honestly, to me, when people talk about the meta, I think that's what needs to happen. Is like this this comp should be best for this dungeon. This comp, this other comp should be best for this dungeon. Then this other comp should be best for that dungeon. That's what I think needs to happen. Um, there's always going to be a meta no matter what. But I think that the meta should change depending on which dungeon it is, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah like, I, I would agree. I would like to see, you know, something where in a tall Dazar you take DK, DK all the time just for the control undead. But then, you know, yeah. maybe you don't need DKs at all in, in some of the other dungeons, so they don't get used as much there. But I don't know. Yeah. I, it's kind of one of the things I think. Right now, we're, we're, we're in a situation where it's the same five all the time, no matter what. Um, and I mean, to an extent, you're always going to kind of get that anyway. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so Ooh. we got our initial look at the timers. Um, I, I think some of that's definitely going to change. I think some of those 39 minute ones, at least a couple of those will probably get lowered, in my opinion. But maybe not. Maybe they're just going to be lenient. I don't think the dungeons are going to take that long, though. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I think Waycrest will pr likely be the longest one because I believe that is a five boss dungeon. Uh, but I still would expect Waycrest to be like a 33, 34 minutes to complete. And it's not like uh, it's not going to be like um, the other side. So my issue with the other side, oh, I like the dungeon, I like the feel, I like the theme. The issue with the other side is it's such a long dungeon because there's so much just run back time. You just just, just yeah. downtime where you're just running. And I don't like dungeons like that. I think there's a lot of people that don't. Most people don't like dungeons like that where it's just so, downtime that you're running. And that's kind of so my was, issue with Throne of, Th Throne of the Tides is that Throne of the Tides has a lot of running downtime. And I don't like that at all. So there's, uh, I was thinking about this. Um, uh, fuck, bro, saying, um, slipped my mind. I don't okay. know, I don't know what to say. <laughs> uh, It'll come back eventually. But no, what I think, if you're gonna have dungeons that are spaced out like that and have runtime, down, downtime where you're just running to get back, I think anytime you have, like, the other side, that's because that's the most recent one we had, and the other side, what should have happened is, after, in each wing, after you kill the boss, there should have been a portal that takes you back to the start of that wing. That's, I think that's just what should have happened. You kill the boss, portal pops up, it takes you back to the start of the wing. I don't think anybody enjoys having to run for two minutes just to get backtrack to the, go to the next spot. Yeah. Um, I, I don't so think I, anyone finds that fun. I, I remember what I was going to say. Right. Um, for the other side, if it was Mythic Plus... It would be one dungeon that would suck for augmentation the last boss because like they don't do enough damage to kill their own thing you know the totem company you take them you go to the four right four yeah four. your healer go with the tank 
that makes sense. Yeah. DPS go solo. Augmentation solo. Augmentation just does no damage. So I think in that situation, the healer would go with would have to go with augmentation instead of the tank. Yeah, it would have to. Yeah. Yeah. I, th I think. I that, that was, uh, but even then, that would still be rough. Yeah. There's not yeah. a lot of dungeons where augmentation is bad. Too. I think augmentation is really good in every key, but. That's one dungeon I would do. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? That's ominous kind of Let's do that real quick. So going through these dungeons, obviously Dawn of the Infinite, neither of us have ran, so we can't really say one way or the other on that. But I think if we're looking at the other dungeons that we've got, how does augmentation fit? Is there anything that they would be bad at? And I don't I don't think so. Dark Heart Thicket, Black Rook Hold, Waycrest Manor, Hold Zar. I, the only yeah, I don't. I don't think there's anything that the augmentation is going to struggle on. Um, yeah, I don't really see anything, any issue in there. Honestly, in Waycrest Manor, it might be helpful to have them in there, <laughs> and if they get, if they're the ones that get mind controlled on the, uh, the three witches boss, because <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to do any damage. <laughs> yeah. Do. Do those bosses when you get mind control still sometimes use lust? Yes. Yes. That is that is, that is the one thing. Yeah, I I do remember that happening before. Where they would use lust. That was toxic. I'm pretty sure they uh they changed that so that they can't pop lust. But I'm not hundred percent right. sure. Yeah. Uh, oh. Um Um Yeah. Uh I'll Take away the legendary. Yep, go for it. Cool. Um, for you guys that don't know, there's a new legendary coming next patch as well. And if you already know, you know it's a two-handed axe, and it's not class specific. Like not class it has no class ties. So anyone that can use it can use it. I mean, it's like that's warrior, death knight, pally, uh, monk, not monk, evoker. Uh, Evoker, Hunter, I think can use Survival, I think can use two next, I think. Maybe not. Um, I know they can use Staffs and Pole Arms. I don't know. I don't think they can use Swords. I don't think they can use Swords. Oh, yeah. I, I guess, I guess Survival can. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so it's a, it's a broader like choice of what class you can get it besides like this last one where the Legendary has been just for the Evoker. Yep. Um, I was kind of surprised to see the Voker can use this new legendary as well. Because he just had one. But it's. I, it's I don't specifically think. Like, you know, it depends on how it drops that. Guilds will be rushing the Voker's it. I don't think. Yeah. So. The old legendary. So I. Uh, I have two. Like, I don't have a problem with it, but I also will say, like, it's. it's there's double edge on this. So, yeah. one. You uh, you have a, a patch that is all about the Emerald Dream, all about Druids, like Druid Heaven, literally, um, with the Emerald Dream. And perfect opportunity to give Druids a uh, legendary weapon or a legendary item just for Druids. Uh, so they missed that, missed out on that. You know, you could have made a, a staff that I, I saw uh, somebody mention this earlier. Could have had a staff that changes, like what the effect is depending on which spec you're in, or whatever. Mm. Um, but I will also say, even though they missed out the opportunity to have a druid legendary, uh, I will also say the two-handed axe weapon is really good 
for the game, yeah. I think, because the last time that there was a two-handed legendary weapon would have been... No, would have been... Um, uh, boom, Lich King. Wrath Lich King. Shadowmorn. That's what I just said. Oh, I thought you said Shadowlands. Oh, no, I said Shadowmorn. Gotcha. Yeah, you know, Shadowmorn from uh, Lich King. So it's been a long time since they've had a... Uh, legendary yeah. for two-handed users so you know good for them uh i kind of am a bit bummed out by it because i was really hoping that it would be a druid legendary and then i actually could have a legendary to go after but you know once again for the 15th 16th straight year uh i won't be going after a legendary so <laughs> i do want to say as much as it doesn't really fit the Emerald Dream, lore-wise, it kind of makes sense because they said the Fire X in the Emerald Dream already. Right. So, I mean, the weapon they said was his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, it makes sense you can get it from the Emerald Dream. Yeah, no, that's, But I, I yeah, do absolutely. agree they missed out on I do agree they missed out on a prime opportunity for a Druid-only legendary. Yes. But, maybe, uh, who knows? Maybe there's, maybe there's a next expansion. Who knows? Yeah, it would just be nice to get in on that legendary chase that everyone else has. Yeah. <laughs> like, never See, gotten my, to go after legendaries. So, my issue is, do I continue to get my runs in of my Evoker legendary? Because I'm my thought process is, once the new raid comes, if I don't have it, how many guilds are going to be running the old content, you know? So yeah, that's the thing, because the, the current Evoker legendary supposedly will still be best in... Well, up until the news of this legendary and i you know we don't yeah. know what this legendary is going to look like what effect it's going to have or whatever but yeah. the legendary the evoker legendary was said that it was it would probably be best in slot even throughout all of season three now okay. the question is will it be better than this legendary yeah um so i guess that's where it comes down i would say continue going for it personally yeah, I, I still think I was. The only thing I'm, I was worried about was like if I spent all the time trying to get it, and then there's just guilds that are not running Dabrus anymore, and I just like wasted all that time trying to get it. For I mean, not really, because you're trying to get it, but yeah, there won't be there there won't be guilds running Abarus, so you won't be able to get the legendary next patch probably. So if you're yeah. gonna get it, you need to do it. you need to go after it now. True. Um, yeah. So I don't think it's a waste to go after it and then. You right. know, not get it. It's at that point, you know, you just you tried and failed. <laughs> yeah, but if you don't try, you're definitely gonna fail. Now you oh, still yeah, so... might be able to get LFR, perhaps. You might be able to do like LFR each week, maybe. Maybe I don't these know. guilds will sell like maybe these guilds will sell uh, AOTC kills only. It's very possible. It's very possible you might have guilds doing just, uh, just raid, you know, raid, yeah, raid locking it every week to the final boss so that you can do that also well, if there's any skip there's probably a skip there's the... a skip okay yeah so yeah i was at the skip right in my invoker i'm two out of three gotcha so yeah i would i okay. would bet that there'll probably be raids or guilds that will sell that so, just for evokers to try to give a shot at legendary yeah um now also they kind of acted like oh it's gonna be a secret how you're gonna get this new legendary it's gonna be from raid I mean, come yeah. on. Like, I don't, you know, will it, who will it come well, from? Probably the final boss. It'll probably come well, from Raid, and then we'll have a quest chain other than, you know, after after you get it. It'll probably be just like the Evoker Legendary. I, I personally hope it's more like Shadowmourne, where you just go in and you collect stuff off the bosses and then create it. 
So it's not so much like, oh, I'm just going to try and kill and never get it. But like... Uh, I don't think they're going to do that because they, they, they don't want it to be just everybody automatically gets it. They're going to... It's going to have only a small chance to drop. I, I don't expect that it'll be available to everybody all the time. I would be very surprised if they did because that kind of takes away the whole point of it being a legendary. Right. Um, anyway, moving on. So we've mentioned some of the stuff with the raid already. Yep. So as we go into the raid, it is Amir Drassel, the Dream's Hope, which Amir Drassel is the new world tree that was mentioned in the cinematic. Um, that is the new raid for season three. There are going to be nine bosses. Um, so it's it's all going to be in the Emerald Dream, of course. Uh, there's going to be you're gonna be fighting Firak. He's the final boss, which is not surprising. I think final boss for every raid has been, you know, I guess Sark Sark was not technically one of the actual aspect people. That's primal aspect, yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so you got nine bosses. <clears throat> I'm curious how they're going to do the wings. They said they have... I don't think they said how many wings. Um, but I'm guessing it'll be... Three or four wings. It'll probably be four wings. So you'll probably have three bosses, then three bosses, then two, and then Firak. That's my guess. Yeah. Um, so one of the interesting things uh, is... As we mentioned earlier, one of the bosses involves dragon riding. Um, yes. So, as you were mentioning earlier, they want people to test that on PTR because uh, it sounds that's, cool. That's cool. They like the idea, but mechanically, they're a little concerned about it. Yeah. So, they want some testing on that. I think it sounds awesome, but how? Yeah. I just don't know how it's going to work. I, I think it's going to be your fighting, and when it comes to it, you can just mount up in combat or not. You're just allowed to just mount up and get going. Well, so assume. you're going to be flying around him. Like, he's flying, and you're chasing him. Oh, so, okay. like, it's not something where, like, oh, you can if you want. No, you're going to have to be dragon riding. I just don't know if you're just chasing him until he lands, or if you're somehow going to be engaged in combat while dragon riding. Because that's what yeah. I don't... I'm not sure how that works. Right. Um, but uh, it sounds interesting. Yeah. Um, we'll go ahead and break down the bosses here. So, For sure. do, do, do. so the looks like the first three bosses are Gnarl Root, which I yep. want to say Gnarl Root is in uh, is the, the Everblue. No, oh. no, I want to say Neural Root is in Ever Everblue. Ever uh, maybe it is Brackenhide, though. Or not Bra Brackenhide, the. Uh... Where is he? Where is Neural Root? Yeah, Neural Root. I want to say. Maybe it's. um um. No, that's not what I'm looking for. Who's is it? Dark Heart Thicket that I'm thinking of. Could be. Let me see here. 
So the boss is in Dark Heart Thicket. Oak Heart is who's in Dark Heart Thicket. And then what about Ever Everbloom? Everbloom Dark Root. Everbloom bosses. Wither Bark. That's the other one. Okay, so now it's just. I was thinking. I knew there was tree bosses in there, but. Uh... Yeah. But yeah, so. Gear of the Cruel. Yes, the Gear of the Cruel is another boss. It looks like one of the. Uh... Jarden. Yeah, the Jarden. That's the name. Um, and then we have. Volkaros. Vol Volkaros. The yeah. lava serpent. Hopefully, it doesn't have trash like Magmarax has. <laughs> um, then the Council of Dreams, because there's always some council in every raid. I don't know why. Every single raid always has a council. Um, but that looks like it's a three boss fight. Which uh, has Urktos, Erwin, and yeah, Pip. Whatever that is. So, uh, and then we have Lurador, Keeper of the Flame. So, he has succumbed to the power of the flame. Looks then, cool. He does look cool. I like the fire antlers. Me too. Very cool. Oh, uh, this is totally off topic. Do you see they're adding Mukin changes for, like, the appearance? Yeah, I saw them. I didn't really look too much into them. Pretty cool. Sorry, continue on. Sorry, yes. get distracted. Uh, and then Naimu, Nimu, Naimu, however they were called, Weaver, Weaver of the Cycle. She looks kind of like the Winter Queen, but like more druidy looking. She has got that posture of a female undead, to be honest. Yes, yes. <laughs> but uh, she looks like she's a tree. Yeah, she's yeah, like she's the, really the art looks like a tree. Yeah. Um, and then so we've got Smolderon, who's the new Fire Lord. So he's from Firelands. Yes. Uh, no image according to this. But it's similar to Bal Balrock. Balrock. Which was a fun fight back in Canada. Cataclysm. Mm-hmm. Then yep. Tendril Sagewift, the Seer of the Flame. Um, he looks cool. Yeah, it looks Gosh, like a that, night that elf that got corrupted, cool. probably. That boomkin form looks really cool. So is that tree form, tendril sage swift. Yep, That's cool. Yep. And then the final boss, of course, is Firak. I'm sure we'll probably get a uh, appearance skin yeah, that can work. make customize your dragon ride, your dragon to look like Firak or something. I'm going to get that as well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll talk about it in a week of a while. <laughs> right. Then, uh, but yeah, so the new raid, uh, we'll see. I don't know if I'll have time to raid or not. We'll see. I would love to, but, I, you know, I don't know. Raiding just doesn't seem, seem like something I'm able to do at this point. Yeah. Time-wise and getting a group-wise and investing into it. Uh, but anyway, yep. we do have some upgrade system changes that I think are for the better so far. So, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll run through a couple of these and get your thoughts on it. So we have okay. the hero tracks increased to six ranks instead of five. Myth tracks increased to four instead of three. I don't think that really is a big deal. Um, 
the crest fragments uh, are gone. So that's nice, I think. Yeah, so nice. Then crests are going to be a currency and not going to be taking up inventory space. Again, good quality of life change. Um, then crests are going to be able to be traded up for higher level crests once you have reached the lower level crest item level. So basically, uh, let's say you have champion crest. So champion crest can get you to 424. So once every piece of your gear is 424 item level or higher then you can trade um, champion or worm be, whatever word, be drake crest you'll be able to trade drake crest uh, up and trade turn those into worm crest now I don't know if it's going to be a one on one trade my guess is it'll probably be like trade five of these or four and you know oh, yeah. some number of them that you'll trade and yeah. get one crest in return but you will be yeah. able to upgrade it so that means that hey all those 50,000 whelpling crests that I have from helping people out, I can finally do something with those, you know, if that's the same case next season. So I think that's a good change. I think it makes it a little interesting because now, theoretically, uh, if you really wanted to grind, we could literally run plus twos and get max item level. That's kind of um, cool. Uh, yeah. That being said, said, you can help your your friends. will stay on your main. You can still get benefit yes. from it. Yes, I think that's the the thing that I like is that it'll at least be beneficial, no matter what. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, obviously, to get like the myth gear, you're still going to need to do higher keys and whatnot. From an upgrade yeah. from an upgrade standpoint, uh, you won't be locked to a certain range of dungeons. And then anything below that being a waste. Yeah. Um, so I think that's beneficial. I agree. Um, and this is kind of what I want to get your thoughts on. I know we talked a little bit okay. earlier. Uh, PvP gear will now be upgraded with flight stones and crests, and all PvP activities will reward flight stones and crests can be earned from raided activities. Uh, so my personal opinion on it is I would rather they just kept it with honor and conquest. Because uh, I don't want PvPers feeling like they need to go in and do Mythic Plus. It may not be that big of an issue because as long as you can get the same stuff from PvP, okay. But uh, what's your thoughts on that? Uh, I have a couple thoughts. Um, first is if these guys are PvP geared and they don't do Mythics, when they come up, you're going to see the item level. So you'll see that they're not. Because PvP gear, the top PvP gear right now is it was 408 is all. So that's the 450 max. And PvE is 408. So if they're fully PvP gear 450 and PvE they're 408. They'll right. queue up and you'll see the you'll see the 480. But I'm not taking take them, whatever. But that being said, they okay. could have both PvE and PvP. And it's like for me, because I know all I do is the PvP, it's nice. Because I can get some stuff from doing rated activities. Uh, right. Again, again, a lot like just like you were saying that you don't want to do PvP for you personally. I think a lot of PvPers feel the exact same way about PvP. They don't like to do PvE, so they yeah. probably just be fine doing their raid activities and get their crest that way. That's personally what I think. I, I think you will get some that are trying to get into some mythics, and they might they might slip into the group every now and then and just do terrible. But I think it's not going to be that bad, to be honest. Okay. Yeah, because that's my biggest thing, and I don't know with with it being able to get everything from 
rated and whatever. I, I think it's fine because as as far as uh as far as PvP to Mythic Plus goes, I think it won't be too bad of an issue. No. Um, now, on the flip side, I wonder how many people will, like, I, I, I don't know logistically how this, you know, if it would be faster or what, how many people that are, like, trying to gear up PvE stuff will do right. PvP to try to get Flight Stones and Crests that way to upgrade gear. Yeah, you know, I, I, I that's kind of why I liked conquest and honor being separate from flight stones and crest was because if you want to gear up PvP, you got to do PvP. If you want to gear up PVE, you got to do PVE. You can't cross that's... over. So, and 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 honestly, I feel like PvP is faster to get PvP stuff done than it is to do PVE stuff. So my question would be, one, you know, I, I. I I have some concerns, like we were saying, about PvPers going into PvE. Um, but I think your point on the gear item level being very, very different, I think that actually will solve that. So I don't think that's going to be too big of an issue. But I do wonder if you're going to have PvEers going, well, now I need to do PvP because I can get my crest a lot faster that way than I can by doing dungeons. So I don't want I don't like PVEers feeling forced into PVP either. I mean, for me, regardless, I'm still not going to do PVP. <laughs> yeah. But. So so PVP. Another thing for PVP is like, if you're a PVEer trying to go into PVP, when you queue up into a group, it doesn't show your item level. Who's your PVP item level? Right. And if you don't have any, they're going to be terribly low and not going to get taken anyways. You have to do like all the work doing the battlegrounds to your gear to get people to take you in groups and stuff. But I. I as much as I don't think it's going to be an issue, overall, I wish it stayed honored and conquest personally still. Yeah. Maybe maybe keep flight zones in PvP, but I, I don't think like I don't, like, I don't think it's going to be a huge issue. But I like I said, if I had to choose, I'd rather say honor conquest and keep that separate. Yeah, no, I agree. I think I would prefer it to be separate. Yeah. Um, now the last change that we have listed so far uh, is that the crest cap is going to be 90 per week um which it was 150 well that was that was fragment so i don't know that doesn't make sense here but anyway 90 per week to purchase six upgrades so maybe they're changing oh i wonder so i wonder if the way they're going to do it is instead of fragments you're just going to get 12 crests for timing the dungeon and dun and crests are going to cost you know like oh. it's going to cost 15 crests to upgrade a piece of gear yeah that sounds like a right. going to be so basically fragments are going away and crests are going to become fragments is what it sounds like yeah which i was kind of hoping it was the other way around but you uh, tell. You tell. but either way um so crests are going to be 90 per week so you'll be able to get six upgrades uh per week which, that's pretty good. Um, now, I'm guessing it's going to be 90 per level of crest. I'm hoping. So, like, 90 Welpling crest, 90 Worm crest, 90 Drake crest, all that stuff. I'm guessing it's still going to be 90 per rank. This doesn't really specify, yeah. but I'm, I'm pretty sure that's going to be the case. Because they're saying it was 10 upgrades, which is what it was per rank. So, honestly, that's still not bad. Because you can get 
six upgrades per rank level. That's not bad of a cap, honestly. Um, yeah. And quite frankly, on alts and stuff, I mean, within just a few weeks, it didn't feel like we were... The cap didn't seem to exist at that point yeah. within just a few weeks of it. So I don't I don't Ooh. think it'll be a big issue. Uh, one thing that we you went over before they introduced it, and we were very much against it, was flight zones. Uh, the, the fact that you can get them, but we thought it was going to be too hard to get enough. But I think it's the exact opposite of what me and you thought it was going to be. Some yeah. cats on flight zones are like I, all my tunes. Yeah, so I, well, I think part of that is early on, it was a little bit rough to get them because you spent right. a lot. But once, Rock, with, with them having the, the catch up mechanic for where once you have a you know piece of gear to 424, that same slot, and this and this went across on all your tunes, so it was alts and everything, not just your main, your uh, flight stone cost was halved for any upgrades on that same type of piece of gear up to that same item level. So yeah. like for me, on my Demon Hunter, I've got everything with my trinkets at 447. So on every single character that I make, all my flight stone cost is halved all the way up to 447. So that I think helps out a ton later on in yeah. the season i think i think yeah. we're still going to have a few potential issues early on if flight stones don't carry over if they let us keep the flight stones that we had from season two which honestly yeah. i think they should in they my should, opinion yeah. um if they let us keep our flight stones i don't think we're going to have an issue because we'll be able to use those flight stones the first couple weeks before we run yeah. out i don't think it'll be that big of a deal um, if we start yeah. with if they if they reset the flight stones and we start with zero, then I see there potentially being an issue with flight stones the first just again just the first couple of weeks, um, and then yeah. after after the first couple of weeks I don't think we'll see any issues. But yeah. no, I agree. I agree with you. I I think it was less of an issue than we thought it might end up being. Yeah, I didn't think we were enough, but yeah. Yeah, because I know the first couple of weeks I was doing world quests try to get flight stones um, yeah but i think after a while that kind of stopped being an issue yeah but yeah so the upgrade system one i'm glad that we're not changing the upgrade system for this season well, me too. Uh, me too. i personally have loved the upgrade system i really hope they stick with this upgrade system and moving forward and just continue to use it and just improve on it yeah um so then let's see moving on we have the new zone, which is the Emerald Dream. We kind of touched on that a little bit. Yep. Uh, we're going to be dealing with a lot of druid stuff in there. We've got a new the faction scroll. that is called the Dream Wardens that we'll be able to earn renown with, um, which I need to finish getting my renown with Loam. Honestly, I'm, I'm like, I think I'm like rank 15 or something in my Demon Hunter, and I only have a couple more ranks to go. I need to just get that done sometime. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, um, so the new renown faction, uh, who knows how high that renown will go, whether it's rank 20 or whatever. Uh, but anyway, the other big change uh, is the catalyst. The, the, yes. So this is interesting. I like I, I think I, I like this change a lot. So the catalyst to change your gear into tier set is going to release week one. But yep. you're only going to gain one charge every two weeks instead of every week. I think that's a fantastic compromise, uh, yep. honestly. 
because you can immediately get it. So right now, it releases week seven every week, pretty much. Or every every season. That's how it's been since they created the Catalyst stuff. Yeah. Week seven is when you get your first charge. So by week seven, with this, the way this is set in place, by week seven, you will have... Yeah, you'll you'll have three charges. You'll get actually you'll get your fourth charge Fifth, week seven. Fourth charge. Yeah. So week seven, you'll be able to create your final tier piece. So I think I think that's a good compromise that now yeah. at the point that you would normally just now be able to turn gear into tier, you'll be able to guarantee a four set seven weeks into the expansion into the season. Yeah. I think that's phenomenal. That is I think yeah. I think that's this is honestly probably the the best solution they could have had because yep. i understood the idea of well we don't want you just have the creation catalyst and four weeks in have a full tier set yeah i, I understand that they want you to raid to get your tier set and whatnot i get that um but waiting the full seven weeks to even let you get your first piece through that was not great yeah um so i think this will be good i agree yep so, uh... Yeah. Um, yeah, so... I'll uh, just quickly tell you this uh, last subject. Alright. So, there's tons and tons of tuning, and we're not going to get into it this week, but next week we will. It's going to take probably the almost whole podcast that we try to probably. get for. Probably, yeah. Take yeah. as much, so... Um, but, yeah, and from there on, we'll probably... Uh, give small updates every week until it comes out because these changes are not final and I know tons of classes are still going to get changed um yeah it's just a couple things that we wanted to talk about was massive spell from 45 second cooldown to 2 minute cooldown mm-hmm. um I like what you said though like sometimes you don't need to have massive spell on like, you know, 4 or 5 seconds but sometimes you only use it every minute and a half 2 minutes anyways but yeah I think on bursting, that's going to make a big difference on bursting because yeah. that was something we yeah. were strong at. But right. what we were saying earlier was, if this change were to go live tonight, you aren't going to see a change in the meta because right. most of the most of the stuff that's on, that needs mass spell is spread out. There's just like, oh, these two packs and this dungeon needs mass spell. These couple yeah. of packs need mass spell, and those packs are spaced out. So even with a two-minute cooldown, it's going to be available every time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't think that makes a difference as far as what the issue was for this season. Next season, I you know I don't know what kind of stuff we're going to be looking at as far as that'll need a mass spell or something along those lines. Uh, I think the biggest thing this nerfs Shadow Priest on is bursting because Shadow Priests were great for bursting because uh, you could mass dispel the bursting dot every couple of or every every you know almost every pull depending on how long your pulls take if not every pull every other pull for sure uh, yeah i think this now reduces you to about every three to four pulls depending on how long your pulls are taking so yeah you know it, it hurts them on mass or on bursting but that's about it yeah and the last change we're touching over today is the power infusion going to 20 percent instead of 25 and lasting 15 seconds instead of 25. Yeah. It turns out haste instead of 25, and the clones, uh, duration went, went to 15 from 20 seconds. So yes. the PI is still strong. It's a great, a great ability. It's going to be continue to stay strong. 
Yes, but that is a pretty um, large nerf, though. Yeah. yeah. That's basically a 20% nerf. Yep. But, yeah, I think uh, that's it for the news. Yep, yep. Uh, we'll have lots... Oof. We'll have lots more Sorry. stuff that comes out, so we'll be going into you know whatever news we get, uh, we'll cover as well. Whatever new stuff pops out, but yeah, the tuning we will be covering the tuning in depth next week. But go ahead, what were you yeah. gonna say? I was gonna say if you're watching this in time, depending on when we upload it, go to Box Stream and cheer him on for that speed run, because <laughs> he's gonna take his title back. We all know it. But it'd be cool to have some of the some of the listeners in the chat. Yeah, not going to lie, I was thinking it'll probably be close. It'll probably be close, but I think I'll be able to beat it. And then uh, seeing the the the, uh, the uh, Dream Surge, since it's in Waking Shores, yeah, it's not going to be close. I'm going to, I think that's going to put me way ahead. I honestly think I'll probably be under seven hours is, is I think what's going to happen, which the I think the new record's like seven hours and nine minutes, seven hours and ten minutes, something like that. Okay. So I think I'll be under seven hours pretty easily with uh, yeah. with the dream surge happening. Um, it honestly, to me, doesn't even feel like it's going to be fair. But we'll see. Maybe, maybe it won't be. Maybe I. Uh, yeah. Maybe it'll be closer than I think. But I think that that's going to be a big XP bonus, especially as long as it stacks with my other bonuses. It's going to be huge. Because um, that's a good, I mean, I usually get my first five levels in that zone anyway. Right. Like, by the time I move on to Anarin Plains, I'm almost always at least 94 and a half, 90, almost 95. So with that bonus, I'll probably be 96, or 96, 66. Uh, yeah. I'll probably, I'll, I'll for sure be level 65 before finishing Waking Shores. And I'll probably be 66 and a half, probably. So I think it'll be a big jump. Um, yeah. I think it's going to be yeah. super helpful. I'll be, I'll, I'm really happy it's in Waking Shores because that's where the majority of my questing goes. So that's going to be nice to have that bonus there. Um, yeah. I do more side um, quests and stuff there than anywhere else. I'll, honestly, it's a big enough bonus also. I'll probably finish out the campaign and do some extra quests that I normally wouldn't do. Right. Yeah, that's, that's dope. It's something to look forward to. So, like I said, yeah. if you listen to this in time, show us some love. Yep, um, yep. Because we will be... Box, box, he's reclaiming that title. Yes, I am. I'm taking back my throne. <laughs> but, uh... Anyway, uh, let's kind of go into our week in WoW here. What have you yep. been up to this week? Oh, um, for WoW-wise, I've only been playing my Evoker the last couple days. Um, just getting, taking advantage of the fact that Optician's so strong, and it's really easy to push Mythic Plus rating on it. Um, so I play a lot of my Evoker, but, uh, looking forward to playing some Rogue, and we'll get into it next week, but I'm looking forward to the rework. I think it looks, some of the stuff looks promising, so I'll definitely play a lot more Rogue as well, so... Yeah, just, just, uh, just play the Evoker for now, but yeah, more Rogue soon. Nice. What about you? Uh, for me, uh, let's see, got a lot of stuff in the Demon Hunter done last night. We did five or six dungeons? 
I think I got five dungeons done last night. I think four with you, and I did another one after you lobbed off. Oh, okay. Um, which I did almost the entirety of that dungeon with Eli asleep in my lap. Because <laughs> <laughs> he woke up near like the middle of or near the start of it and came running in. And so he just sat in my lap and just fell asleep. But uh, <laughs> then uh, started playing some Augmentation Evoker. Uh, yep. last weekend and I've been enjoying that so yeah we'll see I don't know if I'll play it tonight or not I haven't decided but uh, we'll see what we do yeah the sure. night is young although I am old <laughs> the night is young I am old and so I am tired already but uh, yeah you know we'll see what goes on I want to make yep. sure I get some good sleep for the uh, speed run because yeah I don't think I'm going to be sleeping at all after the speedrun, so <laughs> that'll right. be uh, interesting. I've got a supposed to have a meeting sometime Saturday, but I don't know what time. So you know, we'll see. We'll see. Yep. But uh, I have a feeling I'll sleep some point Saturday. I don't think I'll be able to stay up all night like I normally. Like I've been trying to, which means I'll probably be up all night Saturday night instead of going to bed early. Right. Well, lunch will be happy about that. Yeah. But, uh, yep. Yeah. Didn't get hardly anything in my vaults this week. I think I got tokens on both the Druid and the Demon Hunter. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, a little disappointing on that. The, the Demon Hunter, I kind of expected. Demon Hunter, at this point, only two items that I even need. Uh, so it's kind of hard to, to get. You know, I gotta have those items drop. Then, uh, yeah. the Druid, though, I was expecting to get some kind of gear. Yeah, my, uh, my Voker got Myth Pants. And my rogue got a myth ring, but the ring's garbage, and I didn't realize I should have took the tokens, but I didn't. Very nice. Yeah, well. But uh, anyway, I think that is about it. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I got a kid waking up as well, so we're going to wrap it up. Um, you can check out the uh, uh, any of my socials at uh, twitch.tv slash buckblind. YouTube on Buckblind Demon Hunter and on Twitter Buckblind DH. Bio, what are yours? QQ underscore Bioshock for both YouTube and Twitch. Alrighty. So uh, without any further ado, don't forget to check back next week for the next podcast. We're going to go in depth on all the tuning changes and that'll be a lot of fun. Yes. So uh, yeah. thank you all for watching and we will catch you next time. See you later. <laughs>